Today's episode is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. From the streets to the peaks, DB's gear is travel tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released, and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you are able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller, or tote. And I've used these bags many times throughout my travels, and they are vital. We are teaming up with DB to exclusively offer our listeners 10% off your next purchase by using the code POD10, that's P-O-D-1-0, or going to the link in our show notes. DB, it's time to move on, time to get going. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Now is the time. I'm going to ping some people into the room. If you guys know of anybody that might be interested in listening, ping them into the room. Come on up. Let's chat. Uh, a lot of stuff going on in the world of the NFL right now. Uh, a lot of injuries to discuss. So I'm sure you guys have uh, are like me and you've got a fantasy football roster and you want to know what to do. Got some guys that might be um, questionable for this weekend and tonight's game, in fact. And you're not sure if you should bench them, start them, or what, what the deal is. How, how are they going to perform, too, you know, coming off a certain injury? So that's what I'm here to do is to give you guys some insight, help you figure out what's going on. And, uh, yeah, so this is your chance. Ask away. Take a look at my bio. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. You can follow me here on Clubhouse as well. This is what I do, guys. I am a healthcare professional in sports medicine for many years now, and um, nobody has an insight like mine because uh, I've been through it all. I've been on both sides of the fence. I've been an injured athlete. I've been uh, taking care of injured athletes, and I've been on the sideline in the clubhouse, in the locker room, you name it. I've been part of it, and when it comes to sports injuries, it's what I do on a daily basis for my full-time career for the last uh, 15, 20 years now. So tune in uh, every Thursday around 7.15. This is what we'll be doing here in Clubhouse with the Pro Sport Network backing me and Blue Wire Hustle program backing me as well. So um, thank you guys for your support. Look forward to answering some questions and doing this on a weekly basis during the NFL season. So uh I'm just going to get things set up here. We're going to come back and we will be doing some live Q's and A's. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the host of the Injured List podcast, Brian Scott. Hey guys, as always, Brian Scott here from the Injury List Podcast. Thanks for joining me in the room. Hopefully you guys are listening. Hopefully you want to listen. Hopefully you stay and can participate. Bring some friends in who you think might be interested. Ping people in that you know who are interested in NFL football. And more importantly, who may need some help with their fantasy football rosters heading into week four here. Tonight's game with the uh, Bengals versus the Jaguars. Uh, so it should be a good one. We've got some young quarterbacks at the helm. 
one coming off a major injury from last year in Joe Burrow with the, the Bengals. So um, how do you think he's going to do? Uh, let me know your thoughts. I could probably tell you. Um, I've got some ideas. He had a pretty significant knee injury last year. He's coming back from it. Uh, looked pretty good the first couple of weeks, but definitely tell he's a little rusty. Not quite as mobile as he was. I give him a little bit more time to kind of recoup, you know, get back into game speed, which can take quite a while. So I'm not surprised uh, by his slow start, but I think we'll see some better things as the season goes on. He gets a little more comfortable back there behind center and um, should be interesting to watch him develop this year. Hopefully uh, that knee holds up and he doesn't have any major issues so far. So good playing with a brace on, I do believe, which is not unusual for, for this. Um, not, not as common these days. Usually guys coming back from that surgery don't necessarily need it, but when you're talking about NFL football, it doesn't hurt as long as it's comfortable for him. It does kind of probably hinder his mobility a little bit, but that's not unusual. Um, a couple other guys coming off major injuries. Some guys doing well, some guys not doing so well. There's been a lot of hamstring stuff, uh, hamstring injuries going on lately within the NFL. If you notice, if you're a Giants fan and you're from the New York area, I'm sure you've heard enough about that. Three, uh, three significant players or two or three guys have been dealing with hamstring injuries. Two of them from last weekend. One that's been dealing with a hamstring injury since preseason, and it's just slowing them down. And uh, it looks like it's going to affect them even more now especially Danny Dimes because he doesn't have anybody to throw to that's got a half healthy hamstring anymore. So that's unfortunate. But hamstrings are notorious for being difficult to treat. They take a long time to get better. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is now down with a hamstring injury for Carolina, which is unfortunate because he missed some significant amount of time last season with a uh, high ankle sprain, then had a, a distal clavicle uh, AC joint separation. So he's uh, banged up again this year, unfortunately. This will probably cost him a few weeks out uh, as it recovers from that because like I said hamstrings take a long time to get better you know you want to treat them uh, very cautiously uh, at the beginning especially if it's a mild one you don't want it to be something that lingers the entire season so I think they're doing the right thing by shutting them down and getting him on the mend early on in the year rather than later um, you want the guy to come back at as close to 100% as you can so no reason to try to push through this injury if your team's playing well and Darnold's playing pretty good and the Panthers are looking good so I don't think they'll be rushing McCaffrey back anytime soon I think they'll take their time treat it right which is what they did with his high ankle sprain which is very good um, that's what you want to see uh, hamstrings are not much different in that regard you want to take your time get things right do a lot of therapy rehab it and then gradually work your way back into more intense football activities so um, Carolina has shown that they've been able to manage uh, some significant stuff with him over the last couple of years. And I think that's the way to do it. You know, he's your star player. He does a little bit of everything for you and he does it all very well. But if you can get by these next couple of weeks and win some games and come out of it relatively unscathed, uh, it's all the better for the franchise, all the better for McCaffrey as well. So guys, you're listening to NFL week four injury updates with the injured list podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. Let's take a quick break here. And then we'll be back to answer some questions. Raise your hand if you're interested. Ping some people into the room if you think they want to hear what we have to say or talk about. We're talking about sports injuries and NFL injury updates week four as we head into this uh, Thursday night game. You're listening to the Injured List Podcast with your host, Brian Scott, your go-to resource for all sport injury-related topics. For show notes and other resources, visit theinjuredlist.com. Now, back to the show. All right, well, we got the game on in the background here, uh, NFL game day kickoff. Uh, we're listening to um, uh, some of the in, uh, commentators talk, uh, talk about. They're kind of highlighting uh, 
uh, Joe Barrow here talking about how he transferred and played for uh, Urban Meyer at Ohio State for a few years, and here he is now going against him at the NFL level here in uh, Jacksonville versus Cincinnati tonight, Thursday night game. So um, a lot of injuries to talk about. We got uh, Dalvin Cook, uh, a couple of New York Giants receivers that are out, um, questionable for this weekend. Um, uh, Giants also lost a starting middle linebacker who was a captain of their defense who play caller in uh, Blake Martinez this year, uh, past weekend with an ACL injury, so that's unfortunate. So there's a lot of stuff going around the league right now. If you guys are interested in knowing what you should do or if you're thinking about um, changing your fantasy roster and you're not sure, you have some uh, athletes that are coming off an injury, this is your chance to ask me. It's what I do for a living. It's what I'm here for to help answer your questions on behalf of Pro Sport Network on the Clubhouse and Blue Wire Hustle, which is a blue part of the Blue Wire podcast community. And you can tune into my podcast. I usually release an episode every Friday. It's going to be this segment, which I record and then replay on Friday. So if you miss it, no big deal. If your friends miss it, tell them to tune in later. And um, I also, uh, from time to time, will release episodes on Wednesday morning when I have a chance to interview special guests on the show, either athletes who have been through injury, athletes who are dealing with an injury, whether they be professional, amateur, collegiate, you name it, it doesn't matter. Um, You have an injury story to tell, I'll bring you on. You're an athlete, we'll talk. Uh, Just finished up a great interview actually last night that I'm going to be publishing next week with a three-time female world karate champion which is she's the only one in the in the world um you'll have to tune in for that but uh we'll start promoting that this weekend as i start editing the uh interview and start getting that out to my listeners so thank you guys again now thursday night game uh got it on in the background here that's what you're hearing um beneath me uh, as i chat here we're gonna um tune in to that from time to time throughout the show they're just doing their pregame thing here on the uh, NFL Network. I got the NFL game day kickoff on, and they're kind of doing some stuff, talking about Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, probably one of the more intriguing uh, questions in, heading into the season as he's coming off a significant ACL, MCL, uh, possible meniscal injury last year, had it reconstructed surgically, unfortunately for him. Uh, first year in the league, I think, right? First year, yeah. Fresh uh, rookie season, unfortunately. And they're um, you know really pushing uh, Joe Mixon uh tonight he's um having a pretty decent year and they're really uh amped up on him and hopefully he carries that into this evening here uh jamar chase for the cincinnati receiver um who played as we know at lsu with joe burrow so um i believe they were there together yeah so that should be interesting to see how these guys click and so far so good they've made a couple of different connections um a lot of injuries throughout the nfl if you guys have any questions and would like to know about some of these injuries what, what it means, what it entails, what the prospectus is on these guys getting back into action, then this is uh, the place for you. So um, ping some people into the room. If you know anybody who you think might be interested, um, this is their chance to ask questions. This is their chance to get some information to make the best um, guess and get educated on their roster and figure out who to start who not to start who to sit who to wave who to pick up this is it this is where you can do that so thanks for joining me this is brian scott with the injured list podcast part of the pro sport network here on clubhouse when your business is starting its championship run nothing matters more than finding and hiring the best team 
With Indeed, you have the power to build a dynasty by hiring more MVPs faster. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through March 31st. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applicants that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. No matter how the last game went, anytime you take the field, you got a shot at greatness. Give your team the best shot at winning by recruiting more MVPs with Indeed. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I love that. That is the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify is a platform designed for anyone to sell anywhere, giving entrepreneurs like me the resources that were once reserved for big business. And it's customized to your needs. You get a great looking online store that really helps bring your ideas to life and tools to manage the day-to-day and drive sales. And I'm speaking about this from experience. I'm really passionate about bass fishing. And a little over five years ago, I started an e-commerce bass fishing brand with my best friend, Aaron, called Woo Tungsten. Actually, it's pronounced Woo! Tungsten, W-O-O exclamation mark, because that's the sound you make when you catch a giant bass. And it was a no-brainer to do this on Shopify because they've made it so easy every step of the way, from creating product listings, to making discount codes, to managing shipments. In fact, if you want to see what an e-commerce store looks like on Shopify, go to wootungsten.com and you can see. And it's No wonder that every 28 seconds, a small business owner makes their first sale on Shopify. You can get started by building and customizing your online store with no coding or design experience. And you can gain knowledge and confidence with extensive resources to help you succeed. Plus, with 24-7 support, you're never alone. It's more than a store. Shopify grows with you. This is possibility powered by Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash bluewire, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial, and you'll get access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Start selling on Shopify today, just like me, just like Woo Tungsten, by going to shopify.com slash bluewire right now. That's shopify.com slash bluewire. Listening to the Injured List podcast with your host, Brian Scott, your go to resource for all sport injury related topics. For show notes and other resources, visit theinjuredlist.com. Now, back to the show. Game starting soon. Kick off probably another 20 minutes or so. Bengals versus the Jaguars. 
couple of young quarterbacks at the helm. Should be uh, interesting to see how they uh, do here this evening. This is it, guys. Kickoff starting soon. Won't have much time to do your roster changes. This is it. It's about to happen. It's about to go down. Got to lock those rosters in tonight where this game goes. Got to get all those bets in. This is your chance. This is your chance to make it happen. Five past TDs in the first three games is tied for the most by a first overall pick since 1970. That's Trevor Lawrence. That's the stat they throw up there. That could be very misleading. I think they're 0-3. So what does that mean? You know, what is that good? Uh, they haven't won a game. Hasn't he also thrown like 10 picks? I mean, uh, I don't know. Whatever. That doesn't, I'm not impressed. Five passing touchdowns in the first three career games. That's tied for most by a first overall pick since 1970. That's not a very impressive stat. How many first round number one quarterback picks have there been? How many to that he's compared to? That's my question. Is he like one of one? Probably not, obviously, but they're throwing that stat up there for a reason. I don't, I don't know why. But. You're listening to the Injured List Podcast with your host, Brian Scott, your go-to resource for all sport injury-related topics. For show notes and other resources, visit theinjuredlist.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome to the Injured List Podcast, your source for all sports injury topics. For the weekend warrior to the sports fantasy guru, we keep you in the action and out of the injured list. Got a question about some injuries in fantasy football, or maybe some injuries to players on your fantasy football roster. Maybe you just you're a fan of a local team or a fan of a player, and you just want to know when am I going to be able to see them again? When are they going to step back on the field? When they do, are they going to be any good? Is it going to be 100% of who they are normally, or is it going to be a shell of them former selves? And those are legitimate questions that people deserve the right answers to. Maybe you got tickets to a game and you're excited about seeing your favorite player suit up and just go off, but maybe they're not going to be there because maybe they're hurt. And maybe that game is like six or seven weeks away, and you're not sure if they're coming back. And going to be suited up for that game. How are you going to know? How are you going to predict what to do? Are you going to sell your tickets? Are you going to give them away? Are you going to hold on to them to the last minute and possibly eat the cost? These are legitimate questions, people. Legitimate. And you deserve accurate information. Up-to-date information. And I believe we got my first question. Jarrell. <laughs> Come on up, man. Travel, come on up. You got a question? Somebody who actually follows me. That's cool. There he is. What's going on? How you doing? It's been crickets in here, man. Crickets. But 
Now I got you in, Jarrell. I'm good. Thanks for asking. Thanks for jumping in the room. What do you think about tonight's game, dude? Hold on. What do I? Hold on. Repeat that again. What do I hear about what? <laughs> what are you thinking about tonight's game? Who you got? I think the Bengals are going to win. I mean, overall, they're just a better team. Yeah. Joe, uh, Joe looks a little flat first couple of weeks, but I'm not surprised. I mean, he's coming off a major knee injury. You know, um, I think he's probably hampered a little bit by that bulky brace he's wearing, which surprised that he's wearing it. I think he's wearing it anyway. He was wearing it, I think, the first week or two at least. See if he's donning it tonight. But, um, yeah, I agree with you, man. I think the, the Bengals just got some good weapons there. Um, you know, Chase starting to kind of show up him in starting to get back on the same page. Uh, Mixon starting off this year real good, looking good. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I think that the uh, Burroughs and Jamar Chase, that's just going to be so hard to stop. Yeah. And especially with Jamar Chase getting more and more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they already have other established weapons already on the offense. I think yeah. they're, they're going to be uh, – just strong enough on offense to help them win games. And it's really about their defense that can step up and actually stop the other team. Yep. So, I mean, they've won some good games so far, but tonight, you know, cause the Jaguars, I mean, again, they're totally in rebuilding and I mean, they have yeah. a great quarterback, but he's still young in the game. So. Oh yeah. Definitely totally. They're going to win. But I think that, with the Bengals, they still need to like grow a little bit more like on offense and defense. They're really going to compete within their division, but today's game, they're, they're just too talented compared to the, the Jaguars, yeah. you know? So I think they're just going to straight up one. Well, I think you made a good point. You know, uh, Jaguars are in full re- rebuild mode. I mean, they've got a lot of young receivers to go along with a young quarterback. Um, not to say that the Bengals don't, but uh, aside from Jamar Chase, they've got some established veterans on that front, you know, front line and on the offense. And, you know, you can see that Lawrence really hasn't developed that kind of go-to receiver relationship yet. And you can see it developing with Burroughs and Chase. And you can probably attribute that to their days at LSU. But, um, yeah, you know, I think uh, there's a lot of grown pains here for both organizations. But I think if you had to pick a team that probably has maybe the more immediate impact or chance to probably be successful sooner. It's going to be the Bengals. I think most people would agree about that, but you know, if we know anything in this past happy league, uh, get a couple good offensive linemen, maybe a weapon or two out there for Lawrence and uh, things can change pretty rapidly. It's just a matter of can both teams pick it up on defense because that's where that's inevitably what it comes down to. And that's one thing that the Bengals should have done too. And that's what they were, I mean, for those that followed them and understand like the game of NFL, that's mm-hmm. why they got Chris. Yeah. Especially coming off of injury, a knee injury, the same kind of injury that happened to Carson Palmer, yep. also played for the Bengals, you know, so yeah. <laughs> if they, if they just strengthen the offensive line, I think that will make their team even stronger because they do have a really good, but young quarterback yeah. So they just have to keep building around him and they will get better. Um, and then the more exciting the team gets, then more better players are going to want to come play for the Bengals and they'll, they'll be like a holy brand new franchise. You know, I grew up, I'm not going to try and age myself here or date myself, I should say, but I grew up watching Boomer Esiason leading the Bengals to some AFC championship and Super Bowl run 
Um, are we ever going to see those days again? I would love to. I mean, love the the uniforms are tight. I always love the Bengal helmet. Um, Cincinnati's always been a good football city. Uh, you know, you hope they can get back to that level. It's been a long time. I mean, that was, you know, when was that back in like the late eighties, early nineties? I mean, I was like barely in high school. Um, it's been a long time since they really had a good successful run and, you know, they got their quarterback of the future and then all of a sudden, boom, the dude goes down with a significant knee injury. Like you said, similar to Carson Palmer when he was there, you wonder if they're cursed kind of like the Washington football team with all the injuries their quarterbacks have had the last couple of seasons dating back to Alex Smith. Um, you know, you hope that's not the case, but uh, it's like, it's amazing how some organizations just, they fall into this rut for several years. Sometimes it goes into decades and they get stuck and just can't get their way out of it. But hopefully, you know, Burrow looks solid, man. I really like his game. He's composed back there. Um, unfortunate for him with the knee injury, but I think he'll bounce back. He, he's a little rusty, man. It's, it's been it's been a pretty um, difficult way back from a major injury and surgery like that because of all the weird schedule changes and and timing of everything. But um, you know, when you start getting a year and a half to two years out from that surgery, uh, he'll start feeling much much better and probably performing much much better back to his old self. Yep, especially especially toward the end of the season, like where you yeah. exactly what you just said. As he starts getting more comfortable, his knee starts getting a little bit stronger. He's getting more used to the grind. He'll start performing even better. And, you know, they'll have a decent season as long as they can keep him protected and they can just play like they played against the Steelers and just play with really good defense. And then the offense was was doing great. I think that exactly – that what happened in that Steelers game is exactly I think it's going to happen tonight yeah. against the, against the Jaguars because the Jaguars are even a lesser team than the Steelers. But yeah. the Steelers, they just have – major issues on offensive line and, and they don't have as many like really good skill players as uh the Bengals did and that's why they won yeah but i don't th- but i think the same thing like with the Bengals, with the chargers with like the texans and like some of the other young teams that just haven't got the momentum going where yeah. they're like perennial playoff teams part of it is leadership and i think the other part of it is just like they're just not building their teams like the traditional way that most championship franchises, like from the lines, building up the offensive line, building up the defensive line, and then just working their way back. They try to work too much on like the skill positions, which is obviously great. But if your quarterback doesn't have time to throw, or if your defense can't cause pressure to the other quarterback, then you're in good games, but eventually you're not going to like, you're not going to win the game. And I think that that's happened with so many franchises where they can't build that continuity from year to year at the most important positions. Yeah. And hopefully the Bengals will learn uh, that lesson because I know the Chargers just did now that they have a new head coach and they have a, I have a decent GM mm-hmm. who's really good at seeing talent. Because now look what happened with Herbert. Mm-hmm. Last year he performed. Oh, yeah. No offensive line. This year he's obviously the same quarterback, if not better. Yep. He has a way better offensive line and it shows how much better the team looks like just night and day. So you hope that those teams like the, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Bengals, the Jets, yep. even the San Francisco 49ers, they have so many good young quarterbacks Just hopefully they protect them. So that way they can stay uh, healthy as possible for a long time. Yeah. You know, you, you're, you're right on the money with that. And it's, the examples you gave of these young quarterbacks who are all looking like they're going to be real successful. Um, 
it strikes a chord when you talk about the offensive line and the importance of protecting these guys. I mean, you look at both New York teams right now, they are getting killed back there. And these guys haven't had a chance in Daniel Jones and Wilson to to really show everybody what they got and what made them such high draft picks. I mean, we know Wilson, of course, because we've seen what he could do in college. But Danny Dimes, you know, nobody really, um, they everybody kind of read him off at the beginning. But he's actually been playing very well this year. He's having one of his better seasons. He's made less turnovers. He's been making some very good passes and leading the team down the field and doing it with his legs and his arm. And um, But his offensive line has been horrendous, as has the Jets, as it showed last two games. So, you know, you just look at the importance of that O-line. I mean, it's great to bring these young quarterbacks in that show all this promise, but if you cannot protect them in this league, it is going to be a disaster. And we're seeing that kind of play out firsthand in New York. Um, And some of these other guys, like even in Chicago, you know, Justin Fields running all over the place for his life uh, last week. Um, And and you're going to see it more, too. Uh, You know, Lawrence has had some decent protection, um, from what I've seen in Jacksonville, but you know, uh, it, it's a, it's a big learning curve and um, you know, he's only a couple weeks in. So the guy's showing he's, he can, he can do it, but uh, it, it's a, it's a learning curve. There's a big learning curve. It's steep. So I'm curious to see how it all plays out this year. You know, a lot of teams I feel like have gotten off the, out of the gate here real slow. And I don't think we've seen any one team hit their stride. Maybe with the way the Raiders have been playing lately, you could probably say that they have, but I don't know if you can really pick any other team that's really kind of hit their full stride just yet. And you can probably attribute that to the shortened and altered preseason, coupled with the fact that a lot of the starters weren't playing, and then you throw in the extra week at the end of the season. And I'm not expecting anybody to really jump out of the gates here strong or kind of pull away from the pack until later in the year this year. And I think a lot of the players' performances... Uh, are going to kind of go about the same way. What do you think about that, Jarrell? Yeah, I agree. It's only the third week, yeah. you know, going into the fourth week, and nobody truly, like, has really hit their stride. It's too early in the season to even say that they have. Yeah. Just to give you an example, the team, one of the teams you talked about, the Raiders. Yeah. I mean, they won. They won all their games. That's you know that's fantastic for them. Right. But all the games were close. Yes. All the games were close, <laughs> yes. and some of those games they should have they should have honestly just destroyed them, you know. But they didn't. And same thing with uh, Denver. I mean, Denver has Denver legitimately has a great team. Only thing they lack is a really strong quarterback. But even uh, the quarterback right now on their team, uh, I don't know why I forget his name. Uh, Bridgewater. His name. Uh, Bridgewater. Bridgewater. Started, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Thank you. Uh, Bridgewater, he's playing great, so they're doing really great. But look at the teams they played. They played the Jets, they played the Jaguars, and I think they also played another like below, like perennial below 500 team. So they really haven't proven themselves against a really, really good team yet, like a playoff team yet. So that remains to be seen. The only team I can truly say that's been pretty impressive just straight out of the gate is like the Rams, like the Rams offense. We all knew, we knew it coming, coming in that their yeah. offense was going to be so much better. Yeah. And it shows like just how dominant they've been in literally every single game they played. And then there's a bunch of teams that have like one loss and there's a bunch of teams that have like, unfortunately two losses, but, but look at the level of competition they played sure. yeah. and they're still a pretty consistent team overall. It's just like, you know, of course, bad breaks, 
but I think it's going to be most likely three or four more games that we can really see what's going on, who, what team is truly making their strides and like truly performing really, really well uh, before like we can determine like, okay, this person is going to definitely go to the playoffs because they do this every year. Like I think I just saw on the NFL power rankings, they had all these different teams on there. Again, always seems like we're impressive, but it's like, it's questionable because there's some teams that haven't lost at all, which should probably be in that list, that top 10 list. But like I probably, like I just mentioned, the the analysts or the people who make those lists, they probably thought the same thing too. It's like, yeah, yeah, you won games that you should have won, but let's really see you perform against some of the better teams. And then we can truly see who's going to, we can see how exciting the season is going to be. Yeah, for sure. Great. Um, you made a lot of good points there. And, um, um, you know, there, there's just been a lot going on too. Like, uh, you know, and what I talk about is injuries. Um, speaking of which, we got a player down on the Jaguars right now. Uh, I got the game on here in the background. So it's there's been some pretty high-profile players injured. There's been a lot of uh, shuffling at some pretty key positions for teams. And, um, you know, it, it it's common. I mean, it happens. A lot of people have been tying it to the whole COVID thing and all the changes in the schedule. But it, And, yeah, that's, that's a big part of it. And I do think that factors in still. Um, but... Like you said, a lot of teams have not really um, hit their full stride yet. And it's going to be, I think, an awesome season once we get closer to that halfway mark because there's a lot of really talented individuals, uh, big-time key players for a lot of uh, these organizations who um, are coming off injuries from last year that missed a significant amount of time, had surgery for various reasons, that have not hit their stride either. So along with the teams kind of clicking, some of these big-time stars are also going to be clicking. And I'm looking forward to the when they when they start hitting their stride and the team start hitting their stride. So I think this season, for many reasons, but also because it's coming off COVID and all this other stuff that's been going on in the last couple of years, it, it's going to turn out to be, I think, probably one of the more competitive seasons we've seen in the NFL for quite some time. I don't think there's going to be any one runaway team. I think there's going to be several teams vying it out for some pretty high uh, coveted positions and for a Super Bowl run here this year. Yeah, I agree. This is probably going to be one of the best seasons that we've had in a long, long time where, and, and I've mentioned it like on different little groups that I've jumped into and we've talked, there's going to be, again, just like last year, where there's going to be a 10 win, 11 win team. That's going to be a wild card. Yeah. Yeah. In the playoffs. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see what and, we saw a couple of years ago where you had like four, six and eight teams getting in, in the NFC East. I think this year is going to be a lot different. Yeah, this year is going to be very competitive. I, I do think just so far from what I'm seeing uh, from the NFC East specifically, I think Dallas has looked like the most consistent Yeah, like with every single game, and they played three tough games. Yep. I, I mean, they played three great opponents. Yeah. Even people can knock on the Eagles, but I like I was even telling one of our buddies who is a big uh, Cowboys fan, I told him the Eagles' run defense is still really good. So, mm-hmm. and I mean, again, the, the Cowboys pulled away and they won that game, but just how consistent each team has, just looking at how each team has played, the Cowboys are obviously the most consistent. So if they can just keep doing what they're doing, they are definitely going to win the division. It, and but hopefully there's no injuries. Like we never want to see anybody get injured, but that's the way, that's just the game. That's just the way it is. Well, but, speaking of injuries, unfortunately, the Jaguars receiver, uh, just got carted off um, number 17. I'm not sure who that was. 
Um, but he got rolled up on on his knee, it looked like. Possibly the knee or ankle, wow. hard to tell, but um, he just got carted off the field. And as uh, as we all know, that's never a good sign. Um, uh, if a guy can't get off the field under his own power and has to be carted. Uh, so not good news if you're a Jacksonville fan. I don't know who that was. I got to look it up. But um, yeah, we, we that happened as we were chatting here. So that's why I have the game on in the background. You got to get these live injury updates. Speaking of which, list, I have been saying, and for those people that listen to my stuff and hear me talk, chat and talk, uh, that Dak was going to have a great year and he was going to show that he's probably close to being, if not the Dak of old, at least from two years ago when he was having a remarkable season before he got injured, or last year, I should say. Right? Um, and he's he's been playing great. Uh, I don't think that ankle's bothering him at all, at least not enough to cause his game to slip. So... I think he's a big reason why Dallas has bounced back as well. And Zeke's looked good physically, but he hasn't really had a breakout game just yet. Or maybe I'm wrong, but uh, Zach has, I mean, Dak has looked great. And he's going to be the key to the Dallas season um, this year. So um, that's that's why you tune in to the injured list. That's why uh, I do all this. Um, Jarrell, do you have any uh, anybody on your roster that you're uh, kind of up in the air with about starting or that may be injured and you're kind of like not sure what to do with? Um, the only most recent person I just heard from today, uh, uh, what is his name? Uh, DK Metcalf. He he's, he didn't practice today, but I mean, that could just be, uh, they're just probably keeping him out just in case. So nothing yeah. worse happens and Let's then play see. the game, you know, cause, but, uh, but he's a big star. So oh, I, yeah. I have a For strong sure. feeling that he's going to play the game. Even if he's limited, he's going to play limits. He's going to play definitely against uh division rival yeah. um but like where i do agree with what you said about dak i mean i knew you know this in going to zero dak's healthy and with the talent they have on the offensive side of the ball i knew that if they can get them all involved they're gonna do fantastic it's gonna be yeah. hard to stop all of those different players they have but dak's a key yeah he makes it all work um so hopefully like he can stay healthy and they protect them and doing what they what they've currently been doing just running the ball more so he doesn't have to be right like in everything and he can just play the game he wants to play mm-hmm. and that's what's gonna really help the cowboys uh take off but like you said it's so true there's so many like even Derwin Derwin james and there's so many guys who are injured they're coming back it's exciting to see them come back and play at like at a very very high level. Yep. So I'm excited to see who's going to be when the NFL comeback player of the year. Yeah, it's it's uh, going to be a it's going to be a, a big race. I mean, you got o, o, Odell Beckham Jr., you got uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey, you got uh, Saquon Barkley, you got uh, you know Joe uh, Dak, you got uh, Joe Burrow. Yeah, I mean, big time guys coming off big time injuries who missed a lot of time. Um, yeah, yeah, it should exactly. be interesting. Um, and I like I said, a lot of them are not even back to kind of where they need to be just yet. They're kind of still kind of feeling things out as they recover here and get back into game shape. So, um, you know, um, a lot of people were, you know, were really kind of, I think probably out of all these injuries, I think Dak was probably the biggest question mark for a lot of people. He was the one I got asked a lot about. I think a lot of it had just had to do with the, the gruesome uh, nature of his uh, ankle uh, fracture because it happened on like a Monday or a Thursday night game and it was nationally televised. So everybody saw it and they were all freaking out about how nasty it looked and everything. But, you know, sometimes uh, things look a little worse than they are. Um, I've seen that injury a lot of times before. And uh, although he had two procedures to treat it, um, it didn't sound like it was anything serious. And he was right on schedule with his rehab. So I knew 
um, listening to all those reports going into this this year that he was probably going to be just fine. And I wasn't really too concerned about his shoulder issue that he was having during preseason because he had an MRI that basically showed nothing. So, um, you know, I was I was pretty high on him. I had told a lot of friends, I'm like, listen, if you have the opportunity to take Dak and you're, you're high on him and, you know, he's a he's a what's around in your draft and you think you need him, don't hesitate, man. Like, take him because I think he's going to have a good year. So hopefully he'll uh, do me justice here. <laughs> uh, Burrow's taking the field now, so we'll see how he does. He's not wearing a uh, he is wearing a brace. It's not as bulky as the one he had on before. So that's good. A little bit more low profile. Yeah, definitely. I'm watching that game now. I have it on the background, too. Yeah. And I, I do want to see Burroughs do well because Burroughs is a great quarterback. And the more gr great young players that, you know, just do well in the league, it's, it makes it exciting. It makes yeah. it exciting for the future. Well, and he's got a good uh, story, too, right? Like growing up in that area, right, from Ohio, going to Ohio State originally and then transferring out, um, you know, now playing Urban Meyer here. Uh, tonight, like it's it's just a good story, you know, playing for the hometown team, Cincinnati Bengals. Like, um, you know, you want you want him to succeed, and for that story to kind of play out the way it has so far, it's kind of cool. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they just also ran a graphic too, where they showed all the young quarterbacks and they're like one in ten record. Yeah, which is horrible. Yeah, it but, is. <laughs> but but if you look at the roster, if you look at the teams. Obviously, that's right. that's the big reason why. It's like yeah. like you said earlier about Chicago. Everybody's so high on Justin Fields, and they should be. He's yeah. a great player. But look at what they have. Like their offensive line is horrible, and the only two really good offensive weapons they have that can help build out is their running back and then their wide receiver. But if he doesn't have any time to throw the ball, like I, I didn't watch the game on Sunday against the Browns when they played, but I heard it was horrible and he was just running for his life the whole entire yeah, game. Yeah. I saw some of the highlights. It didn't, it was not good, <laughs> but you look at You've got a guy like Kyler Murray in Arizona, man, how well he's doing and how, uh, how, how good that team has been. And, you know, before they ever drafted him, they did a lot of rebuilding on the rest of that organization throughout the uh, other positions. So, um, I guess they can't be not for picking him or doing what they did. They seem to be doing it right. Yeah, absolutely. And they and they had a and the funny thing is if everybody remembers is they had a quarterback that they drafted yes, they high did. the previous year, and they said, you know, what what we currently have on our on our roster, this guy is more dynamic, and this is a guy we want to like just like what we were saying earlier about um, like. Like we're saying about Dak, where Dak is the the engine that makes it all run. Same thing with Kyler. Like he just is so dynamic in the way he plays. He just gets everything going, and they have played really well. Yeah, and they won some really good games. But even with them, I would still put the question mark. Like, wait till you play some of the teams in your own division, where you're going to play against some really tough teams. Let's see how good they look. You know? Yeah, definitely. So, definitely um as we said it it creates some good uh good a good season here with a lot of competitive games yet to be played and uh should play out really uh nicely as the season goes on and we start getting down to the wire and teams are battling out for uh playoff positions and championships so looking forward to it so Bengals uh with the ball first 10 at their nine burrow little bootleg action up nice play i like him I think he's gonna be really good. Um, I do too. Yeah, I like him a lot. Yeah, I mean, I like his story too. Yeah, and because 
I mean, yeah, everything he did at uh, LSC was impressive, obviously, but his yeah. story and just his personality, that's what I really like. I want to see guys like that do well. Yeah. And that's why you just hope, like, hey, he's not on my team. I don't care because I have my team that I like. But you just have certain stars that you like, and you just hope that they – they just do well, you know. I, I think I think he got a. I, I think I don't think he got as much hype as he probably deserved. I mean, when, you know, he had some pretty amazing stats at LSU, and I think everybody just kind of chalked it up to being like, "Well, that team is so stacked with talent." But you know, even so, man, to be able to put up numbers like that is still still impressive because they're playing the top competition in the country. I mean, yeah. I don't care who you are, or who you're with, but to be able to do that in the BCS, I mean, that's serious stuff. Yeah, and that's kind of what happens. Like what you said is so true. Depending on the the school that you play for, they automatically write you off yeah. just because of the supporting cast. But he is a great quarterback. Like there's no question. If you put him on a playoff team and he's the rookie, he's the team's gonna still do well. Yeah, the dude's got moxie, right? Like he's got moxie. Like if if you want a young guy back there that you don't have to really worry about, that you know is gonna be able to handle the pressure. I think this dude is probably one of the top guys to put back there under center. Yeah. It's just all up to the Bengals and he's hoping that they just don't mess it up and they actually protect them. Yeah. You know, because drafting a quarterback, like, as you know, like you've said probably many times on your show, if you're drafting a quarterback in the first round of the draft, first off, that means that you're a horrible team. (laughs) But (laughs) But then, but then secondly, you're drafting a really good, really good player. Yeah. And you hope that you like can continue to build around them and that can make your team really good, really fast. Mm-hmm. So I got the, um, I streamed the game here on the uh, computer, uh, the NFL uh, network here. And he, he just made a beautiful out pass to Chase who made a beautiful catch. <laughs> Uh, yep. I mean, you Based can see the connection team, so. with these guys. Like, the timing is, like, impeccable here. I mean... Absolutely, and that's why I dropped a chase on my fantasy team. Yeah. I just knew that he was going to... He was, even though all the things they were saying, like, you know, he dropped balls, whatever. Yeah. But I knew that him and Burrow was going to be a great connection. Yeah. So... You can see it. I mean, they look like they've been playing together forever, which they have played together before, but it looks like they've been doing this in the NFL for a long time, and they have not, so... <laughs> yeah. You could just say it. I mean, you could just say it. But all right, man. Well, listen, uh, Jarrell, you were the only person to come on the show tonight and ask me questions. So you essentially, by default, have become my co-host. So thank you uh, for tuning in and thanks for participating. Um, tell before I'm going to sign off soon here because we're getting we're kind of getting into the game and I don't want to keep anybody uh, up all night chatting. Uh, I'd rather sit down and enjoy the game with a beverage in my hand on my comfort on my couch in front of my TV. Um, I'm sure you want to do the same. But uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. You got anything going on as far as social media, maybe your own podcast or anything like that going on? You want to plug before we shut her down here? Oh, of course. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Um, so so I'm basically the most number, the most important thing right now, excuse me, that I'm doing right now on social media is helping my friend Kenny uh, with his podcast, uh, Rooting Sports. So we have shows every Saturday uh, at 12 p.m. Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time. And just like your show, we just get different people's opinions on on the world of sports and especially from people who may not be very knowledgeable of sports. Mm-hmm. So they don't feel like they're 
opinion is not warranted because it absolutely is. And we just like talking about things that brings a lot of people together, of course, which is sports. So that's the thing that we're, you know, doing together uh, with a couple of our other buddies, just kind of getting the getting the community growing and just talking about good sports and the sports that we love and the personalities that we love in sports. Yeah. Um, so that's the main thing I do on social media. But then outside that, like uh, just from my own personal social media, I just try to share positive messages to uplift people and encouraging sometimes funny things and sometimes entrepreneurial spirit type sure. of posts. Just, you know, because all those things are important, yeah. you know, to different people. Uh, but again, just try to, you know, put optimism and positivity out there in, in the universe. Sounds good, man. What's the name of that podcast? One more time. Uh, the name of the podcast, I, I, the name of our group on on Clubhouse is called Rooted in Sports. Rooted in but Sports. Yeah, I'm name, part of that. Yeah, you're part of that. But the name of the actual podcast, I think, is the Break Room Breakout. I think okay. that is the name of the podcast. Well, so, there you go, people. There You heard it here first on Clubhouse with the Injured List in uh, Pro Sport Network Room that we do. We're doing this every Thursday, by the way, so feel free to jump in. You're more than welcome. And um, you brought some good topics to the discussion and asked some good questions and had some good input. I, you're always welcome back on stage with me on Thursdays. Uh, I usually try to do it at like 7.15. Got a little bit tied up this evening with some family stuff, so we got here a little bit later than I'd like to do it. But, um, you know, we'll be back next week because I'm... I'm sure there'll be plenty to talk about with in the way of injuries and other stuff when it comes to NFL. So um, stay tuned for that. And I know you're uh, you're into some mixed martial arts stuff. I've got a big uh, interview coming out uh, next week with a female uh, three-time world karate champion that you might want to check out. You might find interesting. Um, yeah, absolutely. I love mixed martial arts. Yeah. It's so great. Yes. Yeah. So she's a... Um, karate uh, champion and she's uh, impressive uh, to say the least her name's Elisa Ow and she's in a uh, she and I uh, chatted last night I recorded an interview session with her and in the process of editing that I'll release that on Wednesday and then we'll be right back here Thursday evening so Jarrell thanks for um, jumping in the uh, the room tonight um, I'm gonna shut her down but uh, I this was recorded and it will be played back tomorrow uh, as part of a podcast episode I'll be putting out there so um, feel free to uh, spread the word, uh, share the link to the podcast uh, tomorrow. And, um, you know, for those of you people that are uh, interested in maybe listening again and getting some information they may have missed earlier, uh, which wasn't much because I was kind of just ranting myself, um, it'll be out there for everybody to listen. So, Jarrell, thanks, man. Thanks again. And we'll talk soon. And uh, everybody enjoy the game. And um, check out Jarrell's uh, Rooted in Sports uh, Clubhouse. And his uh, podcast, The Break Room Breakout. And um, we'll be back next week, everybody. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed the show. And, uh, take care. This is the Injured List Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Are you interested in being a guest on the show? Or do you know someone who would make a good guest? Want Brian Scott to be on your show? If so, share the podcast with your friends or drop us a line and we will get back to you right away.
email us at theinjuredlist411 at gmail.com or visit our website at www.theinjuredlist.com.